Hey, this is Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. You are listening to the Odd Dad Out podcast. And normal is not my specialty either. Getting Odd Dad Out podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the in way over my head, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com or at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places. And this is the show where I ramble and rant and empty out whatever the crap's going on in my head. I make fun of some weird new shit and I tell you about a podcast that I think you should listen to because you should be listening to more podcasts. It's good for you. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I, I, I'm fairly certain at this point I've got a podcast death wish. Because as I have gotten into doing the interviews for National Podcast Post Month, which is still a month away, I still have a month to get in, and theoretically any time that I can work in stuff towards the end, but I have a month to have episodes ready for the launch in November for the big break that is 30 days of podcasts and my insane ass doing 30 days of interviews, which of course I'm just said, I'm, I'm recording them in advance because holy fuck, if I had to do that every day, I would die. It's already be, like, it is wearing on me so much just because I, I've got a severely limited scope of time in any given day where I can record the time that I have on Wednesday or whatever which day that I end up, which is usually Wednesday, I usually record this and release on the same day. Wednesday. But the the time I have, I basically have like a two-hour block in the middle of the day, and that's when I can work. Because that's when my, my son is asleep. That's it. That is my working time frame weekdays. And then I usually I have some time on Sundays where I can record because... I'm off of work, but I still have family time and family obligations and and grocery shopping and doing normal dad things. You know, I still have laundry and yard work and all all of the shit that I've got to do. So trying to get 30 interviews crammed in is proving to be quite hectic. And I've got a few of them done and I've got a few of them scheduled, but holy crap, trying to do 30 interviews. I'm sitting here thinking, shit, I still need so many more people. And how am I going to get them all in? I have no clue. I really have no clue how I'm going to get. And there, there's a few people. That I, there's there's a few people I've said where they've said, yes, I just need to schedule them and other stuff like that. So I just need, there's just so much to do. <laughs> and then thinking about, oh shit, I've got to edit these down. And I've got to not talk so fucking much because the more I talk, the longer these go on and they turn into these two hour calls that I need to try and edit down into something a little more digestible. If you're going to be listening to me every day for a month, which I don't expect you to do. If you do, thank you. You're a trooper. But holy shit, it's going to be a lot of me. It's going to be a lot of me, but it's a lot of me and other people. And I think that's what is worth listening in for come November 
It's going to be a lot of other people, some familiar voices, some, uh, some lots of new ones. It's going to have to be because there are a lot of people that I'm going to that I'm going to end up talking to that I have talked to already that I've mentioned them, but they haven't been guests on the show before because I do have such a limited guest capacity under normal circumstances. But yeah, just the the undertaking so far has been crazy. I've just been I've been stacking them and and doing like in some cases two a day, two three. Trying, I can get more in if I could shut my fucking mouth. But you all know I can't exactly do that. So it, <laughs> I need to I need to rope myself in for some of these. I think just so I can get through them, I got to knock them out because then again, I'm not sitting there with a two hour call that I have to edit down into an episode because holy shit, that takes forever. But that's not all that's going on because as you, as you, you're probably maybe you notice, maybe you don't I already mentioned normally shows drop on Wednesdays, but not this week. Because I've just got on top of all of that, on top of trying to interviews and editing and work editing for work stuff and for client stuff and trying to edit all of these episodes down and trying to get through them. I've gotten one. I've got one episode completed and that's not even show notes. I've got one episode, one of the episode. No, I, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm fumbling and I'm not cutting it out because why I'm too tired right now. But on top of all of that, we've been dealing with, in the past couple of weeks, Emmett has been sick. And if you don't remember Emmett, Emmett is our, uh, I think he's 12-year-old. I lose track of how old he is, but he's old. Our 12-year-old uh, Labrador Dalmatian. And he's already, you know, he's got a thyroid condition. And he actually just went in. A few weeks ago for a checkup, just a, a, a regular checkup. They check his thyroid levels. They adjust his medication. Well, in the time since then, he hasn't been eating like at all. And we thought maybe it was because we changed his food dish because he had uh, he was having some some indigestion and trouble. And so we're like, OK, maybe he's. Just like he doesn't like to like we got one of those raised dishes so he doesn't have to bend over because he's old. We're like, here, we'll get one of those raised dishes so he can eat from that and not have to bend over so far. And that's supposed to be better for their indigestion, stuff like that. And we got him some medication for the indigestion stuff. And but he still wasn't eating and he's lost a lot of weight. And we took him to the vet. They did a full they did a bunch of blood work, did all that stuff. and They couldn't find anything wrong. Now we're thinking actually is having like real like dental pain to where it hurts him. We've noticed the way he chews. He's he's chewing in a funny way and we're hearing kind of like a clicky sound. We're like, okay, something's wrong with him. Something's wrong. It must be wrong with his teeth. And that's why he's not eating is it hurts to eat. And as somebody with fake teeth with a lifetime of dental problems, I know the feeling. I 100% know the feeling of I don't want to eat. It hurts too much to eat. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm there with him and I, I see the way he's eating what little bits we can get him to eat. He really can't chew up much of anything, you know, even just give him a hot dog. He's having trouble eating something like that. And so we're like, he, he's, we're just trying anything we can do to get him something to eat because he's, he's lost a ton of weight. He's. 
he just he can't keep it much of anything down. I think at this point his stomach is so messed up because he hasn't been eating. So I'm sure he's like I'm, I worry about him getting an ulcer at this point, and he's he's pretty old. So all all of this stuff just compacts, you know, because of his age. So I'm actually taking him in as as this is coming out. He is currently at the vet getting sedated and having a full dental exam and all this stuff done. And I I think it's actually normal for them to sedate dogs to do dental exams. But in his case, he he doesn't like people messing with him. So it was predetermined one way or another. He was going to have to be sedated. They, you know, it takes three people to trim his nails. So (laughs) he doesn't like when you touch his feet, but it, it, it takes, they know him in there and they, you know, he's, He's snappy, but he he goes in with a muzzle, but he's a big baby, but he's, he's super protective when I'm around. And so it's difficult for them to do exams on him sometimes, but yeah, so he has to get sedated. So as we speak, as I speak, as you listen, if you're listening to this on release, he is getting checked up. Hopefully we can find out something. Hopefully we can find some sort of treatment for him so that he can get better, so that he can get eating again and start putting some of that weight back on because that's it's at this point he has lost so much weight in the last couple of weeks. He is actually at the weight he is supposed to be. He has not been at that weight in about eight years. And I've talked before about how much weight he lost because of his thyroid medication and how when it worked with him, he just started dropping weight like crazy. And in the course of like three, four months, he lost almost 40 pounds just because his medication really recalibrated his system and he was more lively and doing stuff like that. But at this point, he is just, he can't eat and he's just got no energy. And I mean, I can't blame him because he, it's, if he's having trouble you know, he, he can't eat a hot dog right now and it sucks. And it, it, it's, I just hate seeing him like this. And so I'm hoping that we can get him better, but all that's going on. And on top of that right now, Sam is not feeling the greatest. So, you know, he's up half the night coughing and, and, you know, a four-year-old who's feeling sick is just wailing like they're going to die ah! to the point where him wailing in the bathroom because he thought he was going to throw up, woke up everybody else in the house. Is <laughs> Damien came running down the hall at about 4.30 this morning because Sam was in the bathroom wailing because he thought he was going to throw up. Like, what's going on? What happened? He's like, you know, half awake bedhead brushing down the like, like something you know catastrophic happened he's like what happened it's like nothing sam's sick go back to bed <laughs> and he's just in there wailing <laughs> and I, I feel bad for him but it's also kind of funny but <laughs> it's, just, it's funny he gets really dramatic and he you know his reaction to most things is to scream so you know, that stuff like that. It was like, yeah, that's just, that's all Sam. <laughs> Again, I'm not laughing because he's sick. I'm laughing because he just gets so dramatic and he just starts wailing like he'd be a perfect ghost in stuff. <laughs> all that to say, it's just been hectic and tiring and 
there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> so I think I'm going to cut it short there. I'm going to leave it with that. Not go too long today, I don't think. So I'm going to take a break, play you some promos, and I will be right back with the news. Hi, it's Luke from Baluk Who's Talking Podcast, where I, Luke, talk about things that are, well, happening in my life, and I'll probably say words that you've never heard before, like flat out like a lizard drinking. That's actually not really a word, that's like a phrase. Anyway, you can find the podcast on iTunes. I'm not calling it Apple Podcasts, okay? Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and, or you can just Yahoo, Luke Who's Talking. People still use Yahoo, don't they? Hey everybody, this is Jason and Jeff and Blake and we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast and if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons I was given copy to read but it's a piece of crap so if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher Tangent Bound Network or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. Bullshit from the news. First up, let's start with a positive story. Huh? Yeah, mostly positive. Irish student tricks scammers into giving him money for charity. This is just wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> because you know, we people get those fucking calls and and emails and instant messages and like fucking especially like Instagram messages and fucking Twitter private messages and all the bullshit. Some asshole sliding into your DMs saying that they want to give you 10 million dollars or whatever the fuck. Well, this kid in Ireland decided he was going to mess with them. And he said, like, oh, yeah, great. So what they, they, they like, the scam that he they came across, <clears throat> that at least was presented to him, they said, if you invest a thousand pounds in our company, you will have 50% ownership and blah, 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 blah. And you're totally going to make a ton of money, blah, 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 blah. So being a pretty smart guy, he hits back with them like, hey, like, you know what? I felt like $1,000 is too small. That's insulting. I'm sending you 50,000 pounds to get everything going so that I can make a ton of money and your company. Great. So then he makes a a fake uh, PayPal transfer notice and sends that off to him saying that he sent, you know, all the $50,000 to him and all this stuff. And he's like, hey, it's not showing up in my account. Like, I, I thought you sent it. And then he's like, oh, well, I had, uh, I just got a notice from my bank. My bank thinks that it's a fraudulent charge. So they're not going to release the funds. So what, like, they need you to send like a small amount back to prove that it's an actual account that we have business going on. So <laughs> he convinces the scammer guy to send him 25 pounds, sends it to him, has it transferred to his account. 
with the understanding that by transferring that, that his bank would then release the 50,000 pounds that he was transferring over. <sighs> and, and like ultimately just like, and they were like, Oh, we're going to speak in code so that nobody knows what's going on and all this stuff. But really he, in the end, he just like, dude, you just got screwed. Just saying, and then sent him a, uh, email saying thank you for your donation as he donated the 25 pounds that he scammed from the guy to the irish cancer society (laughs) it's like thank you for your donation in the name of the scammer that was even better and apparently he's done this a few times this is kind of just a thing that this guy does is that whenever he gets these scammers that he pulls this same scam back on them and collects all this money and donates it to charity and he says that he never reports them to the police because it's just like, hey, he's doing a good thing. <laughs> and when they interviewed the police, they're like, yeah, we've never heard of this going on. Like, we, we've we never got any complaints from this guy. We've never heard any, <clears throat> like, the names that are being mentioned. Like, yeah, I never heard of this. They looked into the account that was the scammer guy and it's all been shut down and stuff like that. It's like, great. Awesome. But this is just like, this is a great thing, man. It's like More people need to do this. Turn the tables on the scammers. Nobody, for any reason, is ever going to just give you a fuck ton of money. You did not win the lottery in Kenya. I'm pretty sure they don't have lotteries in Kenya. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you'd have to, you know, go to Kenya and enter the lottery to win the lottery in Kenya. But anyway, I just thought I wanted to talk about this one because this was just fucking great. Moving right along, getting into the stupid shit, because people are fucking dumb. Uh, This one actually started making mainstream news today. Idiot woman climbs into a lion enclosure, because it's a fucking idiot. And I'll have the video of this dumb bitch in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. Plug, plug. But uh, long story short, some fucking idiot woman climbed over the barricade into a lion enclosure and started, I don't know if she was dancing with him or wave or taunting him or what the fuck she thought she was doing. She seemed to think it was perfectly fine because there was one of those big cement moats where it's like, you know, a big like 10 foot deep concrete moat that separates where she was standing from the lion. But I have a hard time believing that lion might not have any trouble making that jump. It didn't look that far to me. And I'm just thinking, man, she deserves to get fucking eaten. Bitch, there's a fucking fence. There's like two fences and a moat. And you decide to jump all these fucking fences and get into the lion enclosure for what? What What reason is there with that requires more than a brain cell to figure out is there for jumping inside a fucking lion enclosure, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> and it, like the people in the zoo are like, yeah, this really happened. This isn't a fake video. And um, I think I don't I think they're trying to find the woman because they're basically they're saying like this is uh, unlawful trespassing. She could have gotten seriously hurt or killed. You know, the 
Yeah, we have a zero pol- <laughs> we have a zero tolerance policy on trespassing and violation of the of the barriers. So yeah, they don't know if anything's happened with her yet or if she's had any if there's like I said if they if they've found her, arrested her, find her, something happened with her that, that at this point I haven't done any follow-up checks to see if anything's happened with her. <laughs> maybe she tripped and fell and got eaten by the lions because she fucking deserves it for climbing in there. But uh, you would think you would think somebody doing something that stupid. And I think something of that caliber has been the jackass of the week in weeks past, but you know, it's 2019 and people are stupider than ever, including celebrities, especially celebrities who have a history of prison. And so now I present to you my jackass of the week, R. Kelly. R. Kelly is complaining that he's only allowed to see one of his girlfriends while he's in jail. Yeah. The fuck? Him and his lawyers are basically trying to get him released on bond because his visitation rights only allow him to have one of his girlfriends on the visitation list at a time for 90 days. And then he has to change it up. Like, because apparently he lives with multiple ladies. Ladies. He lives with multiple ladies and he can only see one of them at a time for 90 days. Oh my God. It's so terrible. I'm so, it's, it's I can't. Like, look dickhead let's see what are the charges he is currently sitting in jail on since july <sighs> federal sex crime charges uh, he's got charges in new york on racketeering kidnapping forced labor and sexual exploitation of a child not to mention the fact that he's also got a history of child sexual misconduct charges from like the last 30 years. Never mind the fact that it is well known that he coerced Aaliyah's parents, allegedly. <laughs> Big fat allegedly, because not that I don't I don't know how litigious he is when he's currently in jail, but either way, allegedly married Aaliyah, the late Aaliyah, when she was only like 14 or 15. That he coerced her parents into agreeing to it, or like they there was a fake wedding all there was a whole bunch of crazy bullshit with like him apparently marrying her when she was like 15 shit like this never mind the you know the the some of the the videotapes and things like that of of things that he did with kids and that fuck he fuck dude you you should be glad you're not that i'm sure he's in solitary confinement because i mean he's he's r kelly but you know, I don't care how much you believe you can fly. Your ass is going to be getting pounded by Bubba for the rest of your fucking life. Because as soon as you get released into Gen Pop, someone's going to make you their bitch. And it's not going to matter how many of your girlfriends you got back at home that you don't get to see because you're going to be somebody's girlfriend. Fucking jackass. All right. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it. I'm doing it quick. I'm doing it quick because 
like I said, I'm tired. I got a bunch of shit going on. <laughs> I got, I got to go to the post office. I got to go to the doc. I got all this stuff to do. So I'm going to take one more quick break and be right back with this week's recommended listening, A Girl and Her Horror. This is Murderous Miners, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Miners, Killer Kids. A little bit of horror, thrillers, and everything nice? Oh sorry, I most definitely did not mean nice. I'm Natalie, and welcome to A Girl and Her Horror, where I review a horror movie or show in five minutes or less. There will be spoilers, duh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new, glorious, magnificent, spookalicious podcast. Excuse me, I need an outlet for my dramatic self. I just wanted to do a little intro just to tell you what to expect and to tell you the ideas and directions I have planned for the show. This will be a weekly show, and most of my reviews are going to be around five minutes, not counting the intro, and I'm going to do my absolute best to keep to that time constraint. Why? Because I made an arbitrary rule and the gods have grown her horror say so. I'm not going to read or watch any reviews before watching any of these movies, so you'll get as untainted an opinion as I can possibly give. If it's an older movie, I'll let you know if I've seen it or heard anything about it. I'm not an expert on movies or a big film critic. I'm just someone who watches a lot of horror movies and has opinions. This is just a fun side hobby for me. Well, I wanted to start a podcast where I can be more creative, add the challenge of being short because I'm crazy like that, and hopefully you guys enjoy it and stick around. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at a girl and her horror. I will also be leaving links in the description. Let me know what you think and if there are any other movies you want me to review in the future. Thank you to Purple Planet for the use of their song Gothic Horror, and I will see you next week. I hope you're not afraid of the dark. A Girl and Her Horror is a short-form horror movie review podcast hosted by Natalie from Some Kind of Brown, which is a much more serious interview social issues podcast. But this is where she kind of, you could say, lets her freak flag fly and her love of horror movies and does five-minute a super, super, obviously, uh, condensed overview and reviews of horror movies. And she actually opened by doing basically all of the uh, Conjuring series and all of the Conjuring Universe movies, like all the Conjuring movies and the Nun and the Annabelle movies. And she did all that as kind of an opener for the show. And it made me want to go back and watch them all again. And I realized... There seems to be kind of a pattern with me and and female-fronted horror movie review podcast. 
What can I say? I'd rather listen to a woman talk about horror movies because it just seems infinitely less douchey than when guys do it. And, you know, I, I love horror movies. I, I was raised on them. I was watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff when I was five or six years old. I'm, I'm super comfortable with that. It's my favorite type of movie to watch. But it seems like when guys start talking about them, they either get to be super nerdy or they get to be super technical and kind of dickish. And so it's always more fun when you hear women talking about horror movies, they seem, I think it's like, I don't know what it is about it, but there's more, they, they enjoy it more and they, they express more joy, even when they get super technical and Natalie will actually get kind of technical and, and reference the, like the use of, you know, (laughs) overuse of Dutch angles in this and, you know, unnecessary exposition. And she, she gives it a technical, uh, kind of running down about, you know, she will critique a film on its technical merits and also its ability to be scary or just, or not. And, and, you know, this, the story and the plot and the, the overuse of stereotypes and things like that, the, as, as Kim and Ket's intro would point out the going up the stairs when she should be running at the front door. <laughs> but Natalie does all of this, whereas someone like Kim and Ket stay alive goes through the entire movie detail for detail for detail and probably has an episode that's pretty much as long as the movie. And you could probably play along and you can pretty much play their game along with watching the movie in time. Natalie crunches it all down to her reviews are five minutes. And I don't think she's really cracked that, that rule yet. She said she wants to keep the reviews under five minutes. So opening credits end credits make the episode six to six and a half minutes. (laughs) That's it. Super short form. You can cram them for all of October. She's doing, uh, she's got a special series. I haven't, ta- I haven't gotten into it yet. I- I'm probably going to be listening to it tonight, but she's got a special thing coming up for October. I think she's actually dropping three episodes a week. I think I don't quote me on that, but she's got something special because it's a horror movie podcast and you know, horror movie people are going to do something fun for October or even movie people in general. But the horror movie people, man, this is our time to shine. The whole world is our jack-o'-lantern right now. And so, you know, she's doing something special. So you need to check her out. A Girl and Her Horror. You can find her in all the usual podcast places. And of course, links in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. And in the, I know I need to update it, uh, recommended listening page. (laughs) I need to get on that. I really do. But that's going to do it for me for this week. Thank you so much for putting up with me for whatever the hell else. (laughs) And for all of you new listeners, thank you. And I realize I'm saving this to the end, but I even more thank you for sticking it out to the end. Remember... You can catch all the past episodes, get links to all the stuff I talked about in the news, all in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spreaker, Stitcher, all the places, all the places you know how to subscribe to a podcast. I don't need to tell you that. And if you do need me to tell you that, hit me up on the social medias at odddadout on Facebook's. Twitter, Instagram, or in the Oddballs Facebook group, 
or just email me show at oddadoutpodcast.com and I will tell you how to subscribe to the show or I'll just say hey if you just feel like saying hey because you know and one more before I go one last big thank you to all of my Patreon supporters Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts Chris from Play Comics and Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head you guys are awesome and you can be awesome too just go to the support tab at odddadoutpodcast.com there's Patreon there's PayPal there's buy me a coffee there's whatever you could just buy a t-shirt whatever the hell you feel like but your way of supporting the show if you want to be awesome and support the show like that but enough rambling enough spiel I'm out of here I've got interviews to do and until next week, oddballs, thank you and good night. <laughs>